Hey guys, Manny Waya here from 2000books.com and what you're about to hear is the audio version of a gorgeous animation we did on our YouTube channel on seven ways to become more focused in life and the ideas come from eight great books. The Effective Executive, The One Thing, The Myth of Multitasking, Getting Things Done, The 80-20 Principle, Deep Work, Organized Mind, Manage Your Day-to-Day. So a lot of great books. And I highly recommend you check out the video because that's where it's going to really stick in your brain. You're going to really remember these ideas. And if you want to check out the video, go to 2000books.com slash YouTube. Okay, if you insist on listening to the podcast now, well, let me just go ahead and press play here. Bruce Lee once said, a successful warrior is an average man with laser-like focus. Notice the selection of words. He did not say, a successful warrior is a great man with laser-like focus. He said, average man. Also notice that he did not say, focus. He said, laser-like focus. So in order to be successful, you don't need any extraordinary talents, but you do need extraordinary focus. And in this distracted world, your ability to focus and concentrate can become a huge competitive advantage only if you develop these abilities. So in this video, I will give you seven actionable strategies to become more focused, and we're going to be drawing these ideas from a lot of great books on these topics. So make sure to focus like a laser beam on this video and take plenty of notes. Okay, the first strategy, the first key to build your focus and become more focused in life is to work in large, uninterrupted blocks of time. In the book, Effective Executive, one of the greatest management thinkers of the 20th century, Peter Drucker talks about the fact that the only way to do high quality work that today's knowledge economy requires is to work in large chunks of uninterrupted time. Now, there are quite a few important terms to note here. The first thing he said about the time required was large chunks. To clarify, it is impossible to do any high-quality work in dribs and drabs of time here and there. Small chunks of time here and there are not useful because we never develop that attention momentum. We need large chunks of time to be able to focus singularly. The second thing to note is uninterrupted time. It is extremely crucial to not be interrupted when you are doing your high-value, high-quality work. Now, interruptions come in various varieties, most of which are self-inflicted, interrupting yourself to check your email, your Facebook, your Twitter, your social media, news, all that stuff. Even some important work-related stat like your email subscribers, that's an interruption unless you need to have that stat for you to do the work that you're doing. Of course, we also get external interrupts like people, phone calls, text messages, all that stuff. Anything that takes you away from your high-value, high-quality work is an interruption. But in order to do high-quality work, we must force ourselves to work in large chunks of uninterrupted time. If you're not used to spending large chunks of uninterrupted time on a task, you should slowly increase the length of uninterrupted blocks over time. Start with 30 minutes and slowly take it up to maybe 60 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours, so on and so forth. A simple tool, a really simple tool that you can use to force yourself to focus and concentrate is to use a countdown timer. Now set it to the number of minutes you want to work on something and focus completely on the task during that time. No distractions. Another thing you can do to get large chunks of uninterrupted time is to lock yourself in a room. No visitors allowed during your focus period. 
All right. The second strategy, the second way to build your focus is to manage your attention space. Now, in order to be able to focus exclusively on what is important, it is vital that you give that important thing most or all of your attention space. So what is this attention space? Your attention space is basically everything you are giving attention to. If your attention space is occupied by multiple other tasks, projects, and distractions, it is very hard to focus because your attention is fragmented. So in order to manage your attention space, you must actively cut down distractions and allow yourself to just think about that thing you want to focus on. You want to create white space in your mind where the only thing that occupies that space is the thing that you want to focus on. And at times you will be bored because you're just thinking of that one thing again and again, over and over again. But you have to allow yourself to be bored. In those moments of boredom, you must actively try to not seek distraction or novelty because you will disturb that clean space of attention you have available to you. In the book, Deep Work, Cal Newport talks about the idea of attention residue, which basically means that anything you give attention to will leave a residue in your brain. And that residue grows with the number of things you pay attention to. So if we want to focus, we must minimize the attention residue. Okay, the third key, the third way to build your focus is to focus on the most important things. Remove almost everything else from your plate. Either the night before, at the beginning of the day, whatever it is, identify the two to three most important, highest leverage tasks, highest leverage activities you need to accomplish that day, two to three most important results that you need to accomplish that day, and work on those exclusively. Do not let other things uh, take your attention space. Do not do other things until you accomplish those tasks. Now, one of the reasons why people are so distracted is because they give a lot of attention to things that are not important. When your attention is fragmented like that, you feel overwhelmed and it is virtually impossible to focus. Now, in the book 80-20 Rule, Richard Koch talks about the importance of focusing on those 20% things that literally create 80% of results. And just cutting down the other 80% of things will bring you massive clarity and massive focus. When we cut down and get to the essential 20% that really moves the needle, it becomes really easy to focus on those vital few things. You don't have to think about all the other things that were pulling your attention all over the place all this time. And the book One Thing is just dedicated to the idea that we must pare down, we must cut down our lives to the bare minimum, the one thing that is the most important thing and focus obsessively on that. See, the key here is to cut things out of our lives and our businesses, not to add, but to cut and focus on the few, the most important things. Okay, the next strategy is to assign specific times in the day when you can check your phone, your email, your internet, all those other things. This technique was a game changer for me and Cal Newport talks about it at length in the book Deep Work. Once I decided to cut down all forms of phone, email, internet time from my focus work time, my productivity literally soared. In fact, on most days, I don't check my phone, my email, my social media, news, etc. till 5 p.m. And that allows me to focus very cleanly on what is most important. The thing is that your phone and internet are constantly bombarding you with incoming information and notifications that are taking up your precious attention space. So the best thing you can do is to keep the phone in airplane mode or do not disturb mode. Now, this one is going to be really hard for most of you. You might feel that being disconnected from the world for so long is not realistic or not even possible. However, once you do it, you will feel a sense of calm control that you have been craving all your life. And in the book, Manage Your Day-to-Day, Jocelyn Gley shows that many of the great achievers actually use some form of rituals like this to keep their focus on the most important thing throughout the day. 
Okay, the next big idea is to stop multitasking. Multitasking is one of the biggest lies. It's one of the biggest myths out there because you can never truly multitask. In situations where you think you are multitasking, you are actually switching attention from one task to another very quickly, back and forth. However, every time you switch attention, you have to now reload the context of that thing into your working memory. And that context switching and loading takes time and leads to drastically poor performance. In my podcast interview with Dave Cranshaw, the author of The Myth of Multitasking, he talks about the three immediate downsides of multitasking. First, it reduces the quality of your overall work. Second, it increases the overall time required to get the tasks done. You might think that you're being super productive by switching in between tasks, but it has been proven again and again that you will actually be able to get things done much faster if you just focus on one thing at a time linearly. Thirdly, it increases your stress levels and adds to frustration and lack of fulfillment. So if you want to build your focus, if you want to become more focused in life, make sure to stop multitasking and start single tasking. Focus on one thing, finish it, and then move on to the next thing. Okay, the next idea, the next key idea is to get everything out of your brain. A lot of the times we're distracted because we have too many things occupying our brains, things that should have never been there in the first place. In the book, Getting Things Done, David Allen says, our brain is for having ideas, not for storing them. So to have great ideas, we don't really need more time, but we do need more attention space. So we should make it a point to not waste our attention space with information that can easily be stored externally. And in the book, The Organized Mind, Dr. Daniel Leverton talks about the idea of building an external brain, also called brain extender. He said that we must use brain extenders to store information so that we can clear our heads for clean thinking. Now, my favorite tool for getting everything out of my brain is Evernote. And since Evernote is always available to me, either on my phone or on my computer, it makes a perfect brain extender, always available to me. Everything I need to remember goes on my Evernote. Everything I learn goes on my Evernote. Everything I need to do goes on my Evernote. Even this video was planned on Evernote. And finally, the seventh strategy, the most powerful strategy for building your focus on your overall brain power is meditation. Meditation is one of the most powerful techniques to train your attention because the whole practice of meditation is about getting your mind to focus on the object of your meditation. Meditation is just like a gym workout for your brain. So while working out in the gym strengthens your physical muscles, meditation strengthens your focus muscles. And over 1,000 scientific studies have now shown that meditation is the wonder drug for our brains as it helps with increasing the gray matter in your brain, regulating emotions, managing stress, and even increasing your focus. A 2012 study from Emory University demonstrated that participants with more meditation experience exhibit increased connectivity within the brain networks controlling attention. The research showed that the amount of time an individual spends practicing meditation is directly correlated with activity and connectivity changes in the brain, particularly in attentional regions. These neural relationships are involved in the development of cognitive skills such as maintaining attention and disengaging from distraction. Moreover, the benefits of the practice were observed also in normal state of consciousness during the day, not just during the meditation practice, which shows that even though you might meditate once or twice a day, the effects last all day long.